Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Truckers convoy into Ottawa. The question now is, how's this day going to develop, and are the truckers planning on staying beyond, well, beyond today and into tomorrow and into the week? There's already been some response from uh, Ottawa municipal politicians. Um, Supportive protests across Canada as well. And uh, let's talk to uh, David Aiken about that, the chief uh, political correspondent for Global News, who joins us from Ottawa. David, thank you for the for the time. What's happening in the city today? Well, I mean, just first of all, Roy, I'm going to just call it, I'm not going to call it the truckers' convoy or truckers' protest. I've heard from lots of truckers who are busy doing the job that they've been doing all this pandemic, carrying goods and services around the goods, rather, across borders. Um, it's a protest convoy, and it is got some people who arrived in trucks, but the vast majority, 75%, say, uh, police here, they arrive in their own vehicles. It's SUVs, it's campers, it's whatever. It's some trucks, there's no question. That's what has made it unique, and it was sparked by these trucker vaccine mandates, but it's it's protesters that even the Canadian Trucking Alliance said yesterday, uh, a lot of these people have no connection at all to the trucking industry. So that's the first thing. Today... There's not nearly as many people as there were yesterday. Yesterday was pretty unbelievable. There was like 10,000-plus pedestrians. It was really cold up here, and they, they, it was hard to get a count of them because they're constantly moving about. Um, in fact, there was like this four-and-a-half-kilometer loop all along the parliamentary precinct, crossing a bridge into Quebec, circling back, crossing another bridge back into Ontario. It was quite something to see. That was yesterday. It very much was a, you know, a, almost a festival. Uh, lots of flag waving, etc. And we get into some of the fl- some of the things that were on those flags later. It then got a little more testy and controvert- con- confrontational overnight. Uh, police in Ottawa call- spoke of dealing with several what they called high risk uh, situations. Uh, no one was arrested overnight, but police had you know police got into it. Why? The group here in Ottawa, of course, is completely opposed to wearing a mask. Completely opposed to showing vaccine passports. You and I are both in Ontario, Roy, and I know things might change tomorrow. We're going to hear Doug Ford talk about that. But right now, if you want to sit down in a restaurant, if you want to be in a hotel, you need to wear a mask at the very least. You probably need a vaccine passport. Well, when the protesters here tried to eat or find a hotel, they and they were told, you got to do this if you want it. Well, lots of hotel staff and restaurant staff, the police scanner last night filled with people who were saying, I'm being physically assaulted by these protesters who won't wear a mask. I'm being verbally assaulted. Some protesters, unable to purchase a meal, actually went to the homeless shelter, the Shepherds of Good Hope just off the hill, demanded that they be fed there to make sure there wasn't a, uh, you know, a scene. The staff there did give them some meals. And then to top it off, these protesters, some of them, stole some meals that were packaged up ready for some homeless people. There was also the, the, these protesters came out. They assaulted a security guard at the, at the homeless shelter and one of the homeless shelter clients. Then overnight, you probably heard about the stuff at the National War Memorial yesterday. Yes, yes, Overnight, somebody decided to use the War Memorial as a toilet. And, you know, you can tell in the the wintertime, you know what happens to the snow when you take a whiz in the snow. It's all around the War Memorial. So since then now, police have said investigations have been opened up into vandalism at the War Memorial and uh, and into some vandalism against police property. We're told some, some police cars were hit. Now, now, let's be let's be uh, you know frank here. That would have been a handful of the you know thousands of people who were here decided to be uh, to, to engage in behavior, which is clearly not very good for the the protest here. Um, 
this morning. We had, and several thousand others were being very peaceful. Uh, we have seen some flags with swastikas on them, lots of that, flags that show the Confederate flag. Um, but mostly if we're seeing any political flags, People's Party of Canada, Maxime Bernier, he's, uh, he's a rock star around this group because, of course, he's against vaccine mandates. Today we had a prayer service uh, at 11 o'clock this morning led by um, uh, uh, Henry Hildebrandt, Pastor Henry Hildebrandt of, of uh, just near where you are, Aylmer, Ontario. Um, and you may know, of course, Pastor Hildebrandt, uh, he was found in contempt of court last year for refusing to comply with public health orders. He was exactly, of course, a hero to the gang here, fired up the crowd. I don't know that they need firing up because you probably heard last night Donald Trump down there in Texas giving a big shout out to the Canadian truckers protest. He calls it the truckers protest. I, I don't, but I'll let Trump call it. And so you've got this whole mix of things where you've got the, a lot of big stars in American right wing media. Trump, Tucker Carlson had one of the organizers on earlier in the week. Glenn Beck featured some people uh, last night on his program. And that's given the protesters here. You know, they're all excited about that some getting a little bit too excited. Uh, a lot of whiskey bottles uh, on the hill today, a lot of beer cans on the hill. Oh, by the way, uh, the big mall beside the hill here refused to open its doors today because protesters went in, refused to obey public health, abused uh, staff, etc. So they didn't open. And no provincial liquor store opened anywhere near Parliament Hill today. Again, same reason, uh, just unable uh, to, pr- to uh, protect its staff uh, from the abuse and uh, whatever that... Uh, that protesters sort of brought into these uh, stores yesterday. Disturbing to hear what you're uh, what you're describing, uh, David, and particularly the the National War Memorial and the Terry Fox statue dishonored yesterday. Uh, but I understand that there was a, if you will, a guard. Uh, there was a, some protective um, people protecting the statue and the War Memorial. Is that true? Uh, yeah. So so obviously some protesters are seeing what was out there on social media, recognizing right. that this is probably not good for the image and had taken upon themselves to maybe form a little protective guard around the Terry Fox Monument. Uh, I'm, our parliamentary bureau is right above the War Memorial. I'm 14 floors up looking down on it now. And you can see what, I mean, could be members of the public, but I'm assuming it's, uh, it's people associated with the protests or sympathetic to it. They're carrying Canadian flags and, and other placards. I'm looking down on it now. They're gathered around the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Um, and, uh, in fact, I think I see some guys in uniform um, who may or may not be supporting the protest. Um, so they are taking it upon themselves to honor the memorial. Some people have placed some flowers on the tomb of the unknown soldier right now. So that's that's what's going on here. And yes, there were some people recognizing that people had thrown around beer cans and things last night trying yeah. to pick up the trash. Um, it's very loud right now. I mean, I'm again 14 floors up. Truckers are honking away. Um, so that's what that's what's going on at this point. So uh, day two, we're halfway through day two. Are you expecting this to continue uh, well into uh, into next week? What's the thinking? Yes, I think so. I mean, this is one of the things we've talked to. We, we you know, we, that's why we're here. We're out on the street talking to people. And and I got to be tell you, it, it's a little tricky because as soon as they see a TV camera, which I'm often traveling with, uh, you know, that's an immediate sign that they want to challenge you about your ability to report accurately, etc. Uh, that's fine. But it also, you know, we've had uh, members of the media in Toronto and here spat on, uh, assaulted as well. So nonetheless, we're out there, we're talking to people. And I talked to some, some guys in some of their rigs, say they had brought, they brought provisions for a month. So, and they're ready to keep their rig on the grounds for up to a month. Now, as I mentioned, there was lots here yesterday. There's, you know, lots have left. Um, we had some colleagues we brought up from other, uh, to help us with our reporting, and they were checking out of their hotel today, and so were a lot of the protesters who had been staying at the hotel. 
So I think there's a great number who are leaving today or might leave tomorrow. But there is also a, there's enough to keep Parliament Hill pretty clogged up, I think, for the days, uh, days ahead. The House of Commons will open tomorrow. They're, everybody's back to business. Mm-hmm. There'll be a question period at 2 o'clock tomorrow because the, the, the agreement the police have made with what are called the convoy captains, or six of them, is to keep an emergency lane open on all the streets where the rigs are parked. And that means that a parliamentarian will be able to get to the House of Commons, uh, should they so choose. Um, and emergency vehicles obviously will be able to get around. But there could still be lots of rigs stuck there, honking away. It is, it's very noisy. And if you live in downtown Ottawa, it's not been a very pleasant few days. So, uh, Ottawa is going to get back to business tomorrow. And here's the other thing too. I mean, this is probably no surprise. Downtown Ottawa is filled with office buildings that where government workers normally are. But during this pandemic, government workers have been one of the most easy to work remotely. So I don't think they'll be disrupting the various government business because everybody's been working remotely anyhow for the last two years. They haven't needed to come downtown. Parliament does need to get going physically at the House of Commons, and it will. Um, and there's arrangements to make that happen. But they're going to go, those parliamentarians are going to go by these truckers, no question. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.